Hi, I'm Graham Mack and welcome to the Pod 20, the countdown of the most popular podcasts in the world right now. This week, my special guest is Tom Linne from OAF. Tom, the podcast's pretty popular. Is it making money yet? No, no, not yet. We haven't even really tried to make money. We're not very good at self-promotion, me and Dan. And the podcast has been just something that has kept the, both of us busy over a, a really tough period and kept me busy and has you know just been good for us in other ways and so if people like it and it grows then that's a great thing but for me personally it's just been something that has uh, really affected my life in a positive way over a really tricky period and that in itself is enough for me mm. you know i don't i don't feel like i need anything else from it but the fact that some some of my favorite people in the world like it is just a massive bonus yeah because it is a risk putting yourself out there because you could get negative feedback it doesn't matter how many positive comments you get about something that you've worked on and you put out there it only takes one negative one and that's the one you focus on because there is something wrong with us as people who put stuff out there that we cannot feel complete as human beings without external validation and that's true for it's a spectrum but it's true for anybody in showbiz that's the risk you take that we are hypersensitive we we, we we crave this this validation because there's something wrong with us. So uh, so well done that it's that it's going so well. So you haven't thought about going down the Patreon route, which a lot of podcasters are doing these days. I haven't. We've made a couple of jokes about it on the on the podcast. You have? But, yeah, yeah. But also, I, I, yeah, it's, I, it's. I would like to at some point. I guess the only goal for the podcast, for me personally, is to be able to pay someone to edit it. You don't like, like the editing. I love, I love the editing, but I could see that being the bit in the future which becomes a chore or tiresome. At the moment, I love the editing. You know, I, you know we record on a Friday afternoon, and then first thing on a Saturday, uh, I, I start editing the podcast. And it's at that point that I just find myself on a Saturday morning chuckling away because I'm just laughing at what I hadn't noticed that that's something that Dan said. Yeah. Uh, and, he's, and he is very dry and droll. And I'll just find myself laughing so hard by myself on a Saturday morning because I hadn't noticed that Dan had said something really funny. And and then when you kind of put it all together, so I listened to this, um, the episode that's coming out this Friday, I listened to it on a walk just about an hour before we recorded. And it was then I realized, oh, there's some funny stuff in this one. And it, you know, and it's, it's that, I just, I really love that process. But I think at some point that will be the bit that becomes a bit tiresome having, you know, I might have a really busy week and having to edit it might become a bit of a chore and so at some point i'd like to be able to get someone to do that but we're nowhere near that at the moment i don't think have you ever had that where someone else has edited your stuff no no not this podcast no no well no not anything but also uh i mean if you want to do it graham i'm more than happy for you to have a go no the the (laughs) reason the reason why i'm saying is is i don't like other people to edit my stuff because i hear I go, why did you get out there? That's the, th- what, what, why did you take, where's that bit? Why's that bit left in? Why's that bit not taken out? Why didn't you put that bit up the beginning? It's, it's something I, I struggle with, with radio work and that I find I don't like other people editing my stuff. And, well, you know, even when I've, you know, I do a couple of radio shows and well, obviously I do one on, on podcast radio and I've had in the past, I've, I've, done radio shows where I've just sent them the bits and they've played them out and sometimes I'm like no that's not 
you've missed why that was funny. Or, you know what I mean? I just, it'd be interesting to see if you did get someone to edit it, whether that made you happier or not. I'm yeah, just like warning to, you. I'm open to it. I am open to it. It's quite funny, actually, because I edit it and then send it to Dan. And only once in 41 episodes has he asked for something to be changed or to be removed. Uh, which either So either he's not listening to it back or he's just happy with it. Um, but I think he's happy with it most of the time. And, uh, you know, but at some point, I think we'd, we'll probably get someone else to edit it. Yeah. Well, we'll find out where it is on the podcast radio chart a little bit later on. The Pod 20 is heard on podcast radio on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Let's get into the chart now. And at number 20, The Dropout, the story of Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, an unbelievable tale of ambition and fame gone terribly wrong. How did the world's youngest self-made female billionaire lose it all in the blink of an eye and find herself in court? And if she's found guilty, it could mean she spends decades in prison. At 19, the Bible in a year with Father Mike Schmidt. Father Schmitz walks you through the entire Bible in 365 episodes, featuring some of the world's best-known fairy tales. 18. Behind the Bastards The Worst Humans in History The latest episode is about the Amazon founder, Jeff Bezos. 17. John Burko's Absolute Power Deborah Francis White quizzes the former Speaker of the House of Commons on what Britain laughingly calls democracy, considering we have an unelected head of state and an unelected upper house. 16. On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 15. Monday Morning Podcast. Bill Burr rambles about cities, rounding up change and paying for love. 14. Three Men in a Microphone One of the presenters is Damien Lee. What kind of feedback are you getting from your listeners, Damien? Do you know what? And, uh, we, and this, this isn't being completely ego. Um, it's, been pretty, it's been positive um, because I think, again, we're, we're not trying to, to do anything to offend or trying to do anything to be controversial. And I think most people that we've spoke to have either kind of said it's, it's belly laugh kind of, you know, oh my goodness, I just spat out my tea. Or it's been, do you know what, you're just such an easy listen. We get a lot of people listening when they're going up and down the motorway. Um, we've got people that listen when they're, you know, they're just going to bed, which is nice. You know, Ian's got that voice. Um, so Because it is that, it is quite long. It's a long form podcast, isn't it? it it's Yeah, we, we, tend, that deliberate? we, try, we try and get things done within the hour. Uh, yeah. Anything longer than that we find is a bit too much, but... Mostly it goes on for the hour. And I think where the original podcast was, we were trying to do too much. We were trying to, again, feature this. Let's have a top 10. Let's do this. But now it's more, let's have a chat. Let's sort of go off on to what do you think of this? I mean, for example, last week, little things that annoy us. So yeah. things like if you go to an empty car park, you see a guy coming in driving. Where does he go to? The empty car, uh, car park spaces? No, he goes right by you. Of course he does. Mm. Or you've got something where you might open a door for someone. 
You know, if someone walks straight through there and doesn't say thank you, little things like that. So it's it's kind of things where we just chat and we just generally um, talk about, like I said, little things in life that kind of, you know, like once Darren went to the shop um, just down the road and realised he had his slippers on. Do we do that? Have we done that? You know, little mm. things like that, you know, mm. and it's kind of those little sort of things where you think, I don't think we ever talk about that. And then we do like the bit about the dream the other night or sleep apnea, you know, with the, with the mask. So who's got that? Who's got a mate of mine used to have that. You reckon it changed his life though. Yeah. Yeah, Darren's got the sleep apnea, so he is a bit of a, uh, looks like Bane from uh, Batman when he's got it, either that or like, you know, some sort of mummified, scary person. Um, so, yeah, he's he struggled with that for a, for a while. So I think he stops breathing, like, I something stupid, but he stops breathing during the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a scary thing. And uh, see, so it's just basically there's nothing off limits, is there? For, for the, for no, the I would pr- pretty much say that the only thing we don't discuss a lot is poo. Oh, really? Is there a reason mm. for that? I just think, Graham, there's not really a, a mass audience for, for poo. Sure, Disney would disagree. I saw they got a book there. It was called uh, Painting with Poo. It was indeed. <laughs> Three Men and a Microphone is at number 14 this week on the Pod 20. At 13, The Breakfast Club, the world's most dangerous morning show, with DJ Envy, Angela Yee and Chalamet, the god. 12, Freakonomics Radio, discover the hidden side of everything with Stephen J. Dubner, co-author of the Freakonomics books. 11, No Such Thing as a Fish, the award-winning podcast from the offices of the hit BBC TV show, QI. 10. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend After 25 years at the late-night desk, Conan has never made a real and lasting friendship with any of his celebrity guests, so he started a podcast to fix that. One of his latest guests is Quentin Tarantino. 9. Hidden Brain Shankar Vedantam uses science and storytelling to reveal the unconscious patterns that drive human behavior. 8. Oaf, presented by Dan and Tom. Tom is my special guest this week, Tom Linney. Tom, you get inspiration from other podcasts. Do you ever listen to audiobooks? Uh, no, I've been meaning to. I've been mean, I have listened to audiobooks, mainly the Alan Partridge ones, just because I love the fact that he reads them. Yeah. Um, but I, that is something... I plan to get into, but there's just, it's the same with everything. There's so much stuff out there, whether it's stuff to watch or stuff to listen to, you have, you can't listen to it all. No. And, um, and I just haven't, I feel like that's just, I just don't have the space in my life for that yet, but at some point I would like to. Yeah. I've got, uh, I've got 80, 87 audiobooks I've done are on Audible right now. <laughs> yeah. All sorts of genre, genres. I haven't written any of them, but I've, Voiced them, but oh, you so you oh, you've done the voices on them, yeah, okay. yeah, eight, oh. 87. If you go on Audible, you put my name on Audible now, there's 87 audiobooks that I've done, some of them long, oh. one of them 15 hours, some six, nine hours, some of them short, like an hour. But I'm yeah, gonna go listen to one of them, Graham. Which one should it be? Well, do you like fiction or non fiction? I prefer non fiction. Non fiction, let's see, what would be a good one? 
Maybe one of the finance ones wants about uh, about making money and uh, playing the stock I mean, market. That, and, yeah, yeah. There's, I've done a few finance ones. Also, how to break your cell phone addiction. I've done one okay. about that. That was pretty good. If you if you think you you're hooked on your so how to how to break your cell phone addiction. I think um, I'm all right with that. But are yeah, you okay? So, yeah, oh, no, oh, possibly oh. the possibly the money ones. Uh, Is that something you enjoy doing? Yeah, oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, it's great. Because I do it all from home, so, you know, it's not Even like working. Yeah, I'm, I'm home. This is my... Cause I, cause, I mean, obviously, it's a very professional setup. I'm starting to realise I need pointy walls. And Well, no, these are only foam. These, these come off. Look, they just, yeah. it's just, they just stick on. So you just get get a few of them, and, uh, and you're laughing. And uh, that's all you need to do. But there's some really nice ones you can get for your home. They're like a big, a big box, and they have a... Um, all the foam is inside and on the outside it's, and it looks like say a wall whatever you call those wall things and uh, if you wanted to do your living room you could do it and still have it look like a living room is what I'm saying you have these like it's like a wooden frame and inside is all the sound absorption material but on the outside is a like a canvas or something so you could have anything on there it's got little tiny holes in it and stuff yeah well that's my next that's my that's... next <laughs> in podcasting to get foam walls but but some of the some of the joy though of podcasting is that it is kind of it is real you know what i mean and i think that happened during lockdown whereas you know tv used to get very stuffy about oh it has to be in good quality and we have he has to come into the studio and all that and then when lockdown happened and 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 they couldn't do that then they started you know talking to people on skype and zoom and everything and it's almost better because it is, it's got that unpredictability. You don't know if, you know, the toddler's going to march in or, <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that it's, so it has changed. And I think maybe podcasting's got to be careful. It doesn't go too pro. It might just take the edge of it if it's too slick. Well, one thing we're going to do over the next few weeks is, and this is something we're able to do now we're recording in person, is we're going to hopefully have guests on. Right. And you'll have them in or will you have them remote? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the key is they have to be able to come to my flat on Friday at 6 p.m. So um, so that's going to limit, obviously, the number of guests we're going to have. But yeah, if, if they can get to our flat, my flat for 6 p.m. and uh, for an hour, then they'll get to be on the podcast. And where is your flat? It's in uh, North London. Okay, so it's not out. It's not in the Outer Hebrides or anything. No, so no. North London. That's that's surely no one's got an excuse. You're probably close to a railway station or a tube or yeah, a bus yeah, stop. So yeah, so I th- I think that uh, that could happen because the the thing you could <laughs> the the thing that's that you can do now is because everybody has a podcast and everybody wants to promote their podcast. You can get guests on who are podcasters, and some of them might be you know celebrities at some level in some field there's a good chance you can get them on because they'll want to promote their podcast and we uh, and dan for his work knows people who work in the music industry so we're hopefully going to get some musicians or musicians on we've got one or two like who are keen to come on so can you give us any names not yet no okay <laughs> and it's not just because i don't know their names right up oh presented by dan and tom is at number eight this week on the pod 20. At seven, smartless, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes and Will Arnett connect people from all walks of life to learn about shared experiences. Six, the High Performance Podcast, presented by Jake Humphrey and Damien Hughes. 
One of their latest guests is the nine-time Grand Prix winner and FIA World Endurance Champion, Mark Webber. 5. Shagged Married Annoyed The only way Rosie and Chris Ramsey can have a conversation without being interrupted by a toddler or ending up staring at their phones is by doing a podcast. 4. Stuff You Should Know If you've ever wanted to know about Champagne, Satanism, The Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime and Rosa Parks, then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. At 3. My Favourite Murder with Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark Lifelong fans of true crime stories, Karen and Georgia tell each other their favourite tales of murder. Number 2. Crime Junkie If you can never get enough true crime, congratulations, you found your people. And at number 1. The Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. Steve's latest guest is Marcia Kilgore, the serial entrepreneur and innovator. What is it about you that made you successful? I mean, I've picked up on one, which is really high standards. The other one I've picked up on, I picked up on the minute you walk through the door, which is you're just a very pleasant human being. Thanks. And I'm like, all of these things, if, you, if they compound over like 30 years, you're going to get to a really good place. But is there anything else within, you know, some people are visionaries, mm. they are, you know, whatever. Is there anything else where you say, do you know what, that's probably a trait of me that made me successful? Yeah, I, can, I connect the dots Okay, in new ways. Mm-hmm. So that if that were to be kind of my thing, yeah, it's about, um, have you read the book? It's called Originals by Adam Grant. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah. yeah. So someone oh, gave it so. to me. Actually, the art teacher in my son's school gave it to me and said, this sounds like you. And I read it and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> when you think you're special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, it's, yeah. and then you read a book and you're like, nope, I'm not <laughs> special because everybody, he's, he's got it down. Like every chapter is like, oh yeah, this is me. Oh yes, this is me. This is me. The Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett, number one this week on the Pod 20. And that's it for episode 86. Thanks to this week's guests, Tom Linney and Damien Lee. Next week, my guest is Nick Randall from SNS Online. Nick, your day job is with the BBC World Service. How did you get into broadcasting? So I now have to mention uh, my good friend Julian Clover, who you might know from, uh, he writes for, for a lot of trade journals for broadcasting and is in the uh, Norfolk area, uh, Cambridge 105 FM. He, he's uh, one of the breakfast presenters for that. Uh, anyway, about the age of 12, he was doing his own little radio shows, Pirate Radio. And so he would like go to Fetford Forest and string up some wires and set off people's um, you know, um, pacemakers in hospitals and stuff like that. Um, and so I joined him. So I went over to his house and we would record these silly tapes with music and try to you know, sound as professional as possible. And they would go out. They would go out from Liverpool, actually. Um, somebody in Liverpool played them out. Uh, I can't remember what the station was called now. One was called Starboard Sound. This was another one. Anyway, so we had lots of fun but with it. But it was a pirate. A bit... um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Unofficial, <laughs> shall we say. It wasn't community radio. It was pirate radio. Yeah, it was pirate radio. Before. Right. <laughs> so you started out as a rebel to start with then. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I was, I was absolute rebel without a clue. Um and then, when we were all growing up and everything, Julian was then doing a show at the Great Russell Street. It was a hotel, it's a hotel and a gym. Um, okay. And it's called the. Um, oh, so it was y- a closed circuit y- kind of thing. Or something like that. Yeah. 
yeah, it just it just passed out to the locals in in the gym and all the rest of it. But that, that I got a lot of experience from that. Then there was a guy there who used to be a presenter on Classic FM, Andre Leon. Now, he was the program controller for this station, and I was sanitizing at the Independent. And it, you know, great paper, but it's a tough job doing doing uh, selling. Wasn't really my thing at all. And I said to him one night, I'm so fed up with this. I just I just need a break. And Andre said to me, Well, they're actually looking for people at um classic. They're doing a new station called um classic. It was like jazz in the classic style. And Sarah Ward, who you might know that name from uh, Capital Me and all the rest of it, she was presenting the show. So I got to um be broadcast and for that, um just holidays, that sort of thing which then led me to get a job at the BBC because somebody was moonlighting, I won't mention who, <laughs> from the BBC. And um, he told me about the BBC jobs and they were looking for people. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is the thing. If you really commit to something and you're so enthusiastic and you just keep going, then yeah. it's not so much you get lucky. You, you put yourself in a position where something might come to you, but you, you still have to, you know, I mean, it took, it took a lot of years to get to that point. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh yeah and you just have to be in the environment you have to talk to people and you just have to you just have to keep going and don't let anything stop you don't you, you just uh it's just one of those things it's like anything that is uh yep. anything in show business or even radio which is the outskirts of show business <laughs> it's the same rules no, absolutely absolutely yeah nick randall from sns online my special guest next week on the pod 20 in the meantime, you can watch extended video chats with my guests on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. What will happen on the podcast radio chart next week? Will your favourite podcast make it all the way to number one? Find out with me, Graham Mack, on Fridays at 5pm and across the weekend on podcast radio and influence the chart. Make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk. On the morning of August 1st, 1966, shots ring out from the observation deck of the clock tower on the University of Texas campus. It marks the infamous beginning of the modern era of mass shootings in America. You're listening to Stop the Killing podcast. Join us as we take you behind the crime scene tape to explain global mass shootings and mass attacks. I'm Sarah Ferris, but more importantly, this is Catherine Schweit, the former head of the FBI's active shooter program. I spent five years as the FBI's top executive looking for answers to the mass shooting crisis. I've been at the shooting scenes. I've traced heroic acts of bravery. And I've sat silently and listened to the heart-wrenching stories from survivors. Amongst this horror, there is hope. We all hold the key to stop the killing. You just need to know how to unlock the door. Download Stop the Killing and be part of the solution. Search Stop the Killing on Apple, Spotify and all the usual suspects.